Folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show, the show that's all about having fun in the most beautiful place on Earth, Cape Cod, USA. I'm Eric Williams. Mung is here. Whoop. Sherry is here. Hey. Ethan is here. Hello. And we've got a big show for you today. It's perhaps the biggest show ever in the history of the Cape Cod Fun Show because we are turning into the fall people. And fall is when things get wicked good on Cape Cod. Let's take a look at the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast for the weekend ahead, September 29th and September 30th, 2018. For Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 69. Sunday, sunny with a high near 63. Okay, we're giving away a little temperature. Maybe it's getting a little cooler at night, but all the better to snuggle up with the one you love right here on Cape Cod. Let's check the tides in case you're going to get out to the beach. Maybe do a little bird watching or sightseeing or chase the tide out onto the flats. So many golden opportunities. It's wonderful. High tide coming up on Saturday. It looks like about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. High tide. That means about 4 on Sunday. And usually at this point in the program, we turn to Mung and say, Oh, what does this mean for swimming? But I think... The bigger question needs to be asked now, given this slight temperature shift as we move into fall, people, is swimming over for the season on Cape Cod? What? Don't say this. Swimming is over? I don't know if it's over. I'm just asking a question. That's what we do as journalists here on the Cape Cod Fun Show. We ask the hard questions. Hmm. Absolutely not. Ethan, why not? You can still. Ponds are still open. Everything's still good. I mean, you get a little cold. It's dipping season. You go in, you get dipping. out, you get back dipping in. Dipping season? Life. You mean like fondue? Dipping. I mean, what are you talking about dipping? Dipping? Like yeah. tobacco in a baseball game? Oh, you know? no, Ethan. We can't do that. That's not the way we do oh, it on the dipping. Uh, like dipping in the water. Like dipping your toes in the water. Oh, no. Full body dip. The quick dip. The jump in, scream, and run out. Now, you know, I would say that this is the lolling season still. If you go to a pond, let's say. Water temperatures are still up. If you can just get a little warmth going in your in your body, somehow exercise, work up a sweat, you can get in there, be enveloped by the still warm waters, and stay in for 20 minutes. Hmm. Mung, what do you say? You're that seems a, to be a good time, 20 minutes. You're a big swimmer, Mung. Can you do it? Um, I can do it. I'm, I can do it. And I'm also not ready to give up on the ocean. I know I know. Some, there's some good pond and lake action, but I was in the water, you know, just this past weekend. It's going to be in the 60s. I think you can still hit up Nantucket Sound for sure. So we are safe in the swimming zone, but it is starting to flutter away from us, my good people. Can you believe it's the last week in September and October is almost here? This time of year, I like to put on my uh, Canadian flag speedo because it's the great north. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I've got the maple leaf in the front, and I, I feel somewhat a little bit warmer for that. Well, when does polar plunge season start? That's the question. I'm never going to get that image out of my head. Come on. Wait a second. Oh, Canada, Sherry. Just sing with me. Oh, Canada. Oh, God. <laughs> the Canadian maple leaf speedo. Appearing in a pond in Wealthy near you. I'll be preening. And walking about and stretching my incredible muscles honed after years here on Cape Cod. 
Yes, yes. Where's the poutine? That's the French fries and gravy. Mmm, gravy. I've never had that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, definitely yeah, still go in the water until the Cape Cod Fun Show gives you the uh, uh, signal that it's too cold. Right? Well, this raises another vital question, my people. My wet people, my swimming people, my people who enjoy Cape Cod to its fullest year round. One of the great joys is coming back from a swim and jumping into the outdoor shower for a hot rinse off. Me? Yes. It's Pear's Soap. Oh, that glistening (laughs) glycerin bar. Oh, looking at the sky above, the marigolds that I planted around me. But you know what? It's coming down to the end of outdoor showers, too. What do we do? How long do we keep going with the outdoor showering? Uh, Until the first snow. So we've got like months. I will be in the outdoor shower until, yeah, late November, early Does your shower have hot water? You're refusing to go back in the house? I refuse to go back into the house. It's just too glorious. I find myself taking longer, better showers outside and the juxtaposition of like... What do you mean? What do you you mean a better shower? How how do you improve your technique in this cool weather? Well, you know, using shampoo and conditioner and all that stuff. Yeah, washing. Actually using soap? (laughs) Yes, soap. Overrated. That is an improvement. (laughs) But think about it. You're out there. Let's say you're an early morning showerer at 7 or an evening shower. It's cold and crisp out, you know, low 60s and 50s, and then you've got that hot water cascading onto you. The juxtaposition of temperatures is delightful. Now, where does the uh, specially designed Mung loofah come in? <laughs> um, I, I brought it into the office, and it is uh, ah! dripping with, with Mungness. I don't oh! think that should be allowed. Put that back in the bucket. I, for one, will never stop using my outdoor shower. Until the frost creeps up and starts nibbling at my toes. Why? Because I'm courageous, like an Everest mountaineer. I see the cold coming and I laugh at it. What about a hot tub in December? Are you a true true Cape Codder? I used to have a hot tub and my landlady said I could use it anytime. And then one day, just gone. Hot tub is gone. Just disappeared, was gone. Which is a recurring theme, apparently, because my outdoor shower also one day just disappeared. Wait, 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 What? what? How do you, they're big things. They're, they're con- two different houses I've lived at, but the current one I live at now. I live in a cottage in Harwich. The one day we used to have an outdoor shower. It was a selling point when I moved in there, and then I believe the roommate was fixing it, and then that move, roommate is now gone. No more, no more outdoor shower. So did it leave with the roommate? Did he like say, uh, he, "Hey, yeah, I, I he, maybe he this. took it." What do you mean? Yeah, you come like, home one this day, is my shower head. I'm taking. And there's it with no me. outdoor shower outdoors. I don't know what day it happened, but I hadn't used it in a while. It was over winter. Glad I don't have roommates. Came back, came back in the spring, started looking around. It's gone. It's around the backside of the house where you don't really go that often. So what do you do in that circumstance? Is, is, do, you, do you cry? Do you run to a neighbor's yard? What Do you go back inside? Back inside. What? Yeah. That's one of the saddest outdoors. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, I figure I can go until probably mid-November. Mm-hmm. But I've learned the hard way that you don't want to press it with a hard frost because for like three years in a row I kept it going too long and the pipes burst every single year. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a risk reward factor there. And my plumber would come over and he wasn't he wasn't really happy to see me. I mean he was glad to get the money, but he'd be like, Jeez, Eric, I told you to turn it off and he's yelling at me in my backyard about my outdoor shower. I'm giving him a hundred bucks. 
Mm. And he's chastising me. And you're me. thinking, hey, I'm keeping you in business. I blew out my shower, so don't do that. You got to make the decision. Although we talked to someone last year who somehow insulated their outdoor shower and kept it going all year round. And he said he was out there when it was like five below. Some premium insulation there. That's some crazy stuff. So we will keep taking the outdoor showers. I do not know about the swimming part of it. Thank goodness. On the Cape, you can stay warm in your car while exploring some of the great places. I wish there was a a road on Cape Cod that somehow kept your interest up with interesting side trips and businesses, but I guess we don't have that. Oh, there is. And it's a road, and it has a number in it. What, Smung? What? This is a perfect segue into our segment that we call 6 aing with Mung. How fortuitous. Everyone, feel free to jump in. But this is a, uh, a delightful journey that we love to do uh, at the start of fall. It's just, you know, getting into your car, going to Route 6A, start in Sandwich, and drive east all the way up to Orleans, and enjoy all the splendors of Route 6A. Gorgeous architecture, captain's homes, great food, cool antique shops, little places to get Cape Cod gifts. We might, be, might start thinking about you know Christmas shopping already. What can we get our loved ones? 6A is the place to be. So we're just gonna we're just gonna take you to some of our favorite 6A spots starting in Sandwich. Okay everyone, let's get in the Mung Mobile. Shotgun! <laughs> vroom vroom! We're all gassed up. We're in the Snowy Owl, which is the name of my uh, white uh, Toyota RAV4. We're packing into the Snowy Owl. We're obviously uh, blasting some Bob Seger, which is the best music to listen to when you're 6 aing Did not know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we got Bob Seger on. We got some drinks. We've got some iced apple cider. Oh. We're in the car. We're starting in Sandwich. Iced Sa- apple cider. I have nips in my pocket. Oh, yeah. You got nips, Sherry? Nips. <laughs> as long as she's in the passenger seat. All right, so there's lots of great places in 6A and Sandwich, but I'm going to start with uh, something classic, like an old school bookstore. This is Titcomb's Bookshop on 6A and Sandwich. What was that name? Titcomb's Bookshop. That's relatively shocking. Are you sure that's the name? I believe that to be. And for 50 years, they've been in business. Let me check with the sensor. Can you say tit comes on the radio? Tit comes on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we just heard from our sensor. I don't know, but we'll go on with that. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, you'll know Titcombs. They have a, uh, a colonial statue, a, a colonial man that statue. That guy's been run over a he, billion he's times. He's been run over, but he's like the mascot. And uh, it's just so nice and refreshing to know in this environment of digital technology and stress and internet things that there is a business still that you can just go in and get a nice book. Something from the... They used to read without Kindles back then. Like, they used to hold this thing. What? And just, like, read pages. And it's just so nice and refreshing. Does this ring a bell with you, Ethan? Because this... What is it? Oh, oh, uh, we got a millennial on here. Let's get his perspective on books. Audiobooks. That's where it's at. What? Audiobooks. All day. How about pages and covers and illustrations. You could uh, get a paper cut. That's dangerous, man. 
Ethan's down. <laughs> Quick stat to Tedcombs. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sure you can get everything from if you want, you know, Nietzsche to Harry Potter books there. So head on in to Tedcombs. Mung is dropping check, the names. Check it here. out. Look at him Nietzscheing on right? us, <laughs> Mr. Sophisticate. <laughs> um, breezing through a sandwich, you know, maybe you want to stretch your legs a little bit. Here's a conservation area that not a lot of people go to, I don't think, because you don't hear it too often. It's the Mirkwood Conservation uh, Area Where on Six A and Sandwich. That, that's Lord of the Rings. This no? is an East Sandwich. Mirkwood. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's just a cool little walk. Eric, you've been down there. I'm a big fan of Mirkwood because uh, no one ever goes there. I've, I've been there many times, and it's right across from the East Sandwich Fire Station, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. It's about 107 acres, I think. It's right along a marsh. It's fantastic. Great place to hide a body. <laughs> a Mirkwood. Mmm, sounds murky. Uh, so we got sandwich. Now we're breezing into the next town after sandwich. I think it's Barnstable. Guys, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so Barnstable has a lot of great six, uh, six A spots, but one of the offshoots on six A in Barnstable that you must go to is Bone Hill Road. Has anybody been to Bone Hill? Love it. Just bare left as you're going east on in uh, Barnstable. Bone Hill Road is a, a cute area where you can go all the way down to the Long Pasture Wildlife Sanctuary. Beautiful that, meadows. That's a mass. Audubon property, and you get to go to Cape Cod Bay. There's a couple of parking spots for some nice selfies with the bay in the background. And the Sandy Neck Light. And the Sandy Neck Light. So uh, I go down there a lot. That's a good coffee place. Great vistas. One place that you can bring down the Krulla and the Cup of Joe, and you sit there and you look out at Sandy Neck and that beautiful lighthouse. And sometimes you'll see people walking along the flats, and they look as if they're walking on water. Whoa. Bone Hill, my friends. And we love all the folks, Ian and the gang down there. Oh, yeah, they do great work. At the Long Pasture uh, Audubon Sanctuary, beautiful trails. Sometimes you can see goats. I saw an otter there once. Hmm. You ought to get down there. Oh, all right. We're 6 a <laughs> with Mung. This is very exciting. Did what you town guys do we hear have about next? the otter that the cops were chasing? Here in oh, Hyannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brief detour about yeah. the Hyannis otter. I heard uh, he was found uh, near an otter parts store. <laughs> <laughs> One of the Cape Cod Times reporters, <laughs> right? Ethan was, was trying to chase, chase the honor. Yeah, uh, Highness News has an exclusive video of one of our reporters walking the exact opposite direction of the otter. <laughs> Running away? Uh, supposedly she was looking for it. Hmm. This, this uh, otter side story has got you rattled, Mung, I can tell. Well, I'm just trying to figure out what the next town is on our 6A adventure. With but Mung, I, I've got it. Mung, Mung. It's Yarmouth. Uh, we love 6A in Yarmouth. Um, pretty cool place to be, and one of our uh, most interesting places that you must go to, especially during this time of year, is the giant English beech tree behind the Captain Bang's Hallet House. Tell I, us about this tree. You know, I'm a tree guy, and I, I, I love our woody friends, the way they stand up, the way they wave in the wind. They come and stay near you, they'll never leave. They're the trees. <laughs> and behind the uh, museum there, the Banks Hallett Museum, right off 6A, is this incredible, super gnarly, weeping beach, I think is the way That's right. it's uh, called. And the, the limbs come down from heaven all the way to the ground, and they reach out, and the roots seem to be branches, but they're in the ground. It's looking to envelop you. Is it your friend? 
Or is this one of those talking tree things from a rated R movie? <laughs> this whole segment just seems like we're talking about Lord of the Rings. Oh. It, that's what it's like. Yeah, yeah. That it reminds it, me of like Hobbitville. That's an incredible tree. It is a, a tree to behold. And um, right across the green from the tree and the museum is the Edward Gorey House. Oh, so great. Especially uh, going into the Halloween season, which is one of Mung's favorite seasons. You have to make a trip to the Edward Gorey House. They're so knowledgeable there. You can see all sorts of things involving Gorey and the ghastly crumb, crumb tinies and all of it. All of what a stuff. great it's illustrator. So, so great. What a spooky dude. I think one of my favorite Gorey stories is that uh, apparently one of his friends at uh, Jack's Outback, that was then a restaurant in Yarmouthport, uh, lost a toe to diabetes. And so Gory presented his uh, now toeless friend with an illustration. Wait, he lost all of his toes? No, it was just one toe. Uh, he still had some toes left, right? Toeless. But he's one toeless. Yeah. So he presented his friend uh, with an illustration uh, of a toe with angel wings flying to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Classic. I think. <laughs> Sherry, I mean, what's the big deal? Even toes go to heaven. We'll have to go to the museum and find out. Weird. It's just weird. Yeah, it's it's odd. It's curious, and that's what Edward Gorey was all about. What do you think St. Peter thought? I mean, all of a sudden, there's this toe. You know, Mm. you're looking, you're looking at your list. You're like, I I don't know. Yeah, right. It's like knocking on the gate. (laughs) I stub thee. <laughs> uh, on that note, I think we should meander through Let's six get back A. In the car, quick. We're back in the car. Bob Seeger singing old time rock and roll, and we're rocking into Dennis. Uh, obviously, lots of great things on six A and Dennis. Uh, great food spots, including one of our favorite breakfast spots on the Cape Cod Fun Show, Grumpy's and oh. Dennis. Ooh, yes. oh. Ethan and Sherry, have you been to Grumpy's? Tell us about it. Ethan, didn't you get your master's degree in Grumpy's? I actually, uh, yeah, it uh, took only four years. <laughs> it's uh, oh, the super ham is what you got to get when you go to the fun, uh, the, not the fun show. When you go to Grumps, <laughs> oh yeah, super ham. We are super hams on the that's fun show, right, but right. what's the super ham all about? Super you ham. got two big hams. I don't know if they're ham steaks, but large pieces of ham. You're getting over easy egg on top, melted American cheese, home fries on the side to soak up all that egg. It's just to die for. Now, I love grumpies, but I'm a bit uneasy about over-easy eggs. I feel like eggs need to be cooked all the way through and get rid of the goo. Okay? Mm. No, that's what that's what the potatoes are for. They're like the sponge. Is that safe to have I egg goo mixing? I gotta love that runny yolk. Yeah, Don't see, even Sher- so Sherry awesome. Take it easy oh, no. over there, Sherry. Runny get yolk, hungry. I mean, I just feel like that's potentially a source of issues. I will take mine over hard, please. You still, that's the way I live my life. You still got to avoid grumpies on the weekend, though. It is still lying out the door. The Super line popular. moves pretty quick, though. It I mean, does. It's, it's cavernous once you walk in there. I mean... And you ever have just even, like, a grilled muffin there? Oh, my goodness. They're massive. Oh. I can't even decide what to eat when I go there because they have this massive wall of specials every just day. Just specials. So they have, yeah. like, their regular menu. <laughs> Which is And then huge. they have, like, dozens, it seems, of other specials. So you're like, how do I choose? It can you take, like, a, half an hour. Well, I really appreciate the professionalism of the wait staff. I mean, those are breakfast pros in there. They got a million orders. They're filling coffee left and right. They're like they're like octopus wait staff people. Food comes out hot, comes out fast. Once you get in at a table, you know heaven's right around the corner mm. at Grumpy's on 6A with Mung. Where nice. they have wait staff superheroes. Love oh, it. Oh man, that is, a, that is the pro breakfast place on Cape Cod. Totally. I mean, there's other great places, but 
one place you're going to go on the Cape for breakfast? Is it Grumpy's? I say yes. Uh, I'm it, voting it's Grumpy's. Hard, it's, it's hard right to argue there. with that, yeah. All right, Sherry, unless you got something from Falmouth. Moonicus. Oh, nice play, Sherry. Upper, upper Cape uh, breakfast love, eh? Hmm. Thumbs up. Well, if you're hungry, you got to do uh, one thing that lots of people love to do when they're sixing from sandwich to uh, to Orleans is stop in at some antique places. Um, now, wait a minute. Yeah, like in Dennis, the antique center of Cape Cod. I have been right there. Right on 6A. You know, actually, that's like the superstore of antiques, and I like it because it's not small. You go in there, and there's stuff from every era. Okay, I'll give you that. Oh, yeah. People love old-timey things. Interesting woodwork, um, stuff from the past, things that have been restored. Gotta love antique. Other people's junk. Now, when does something go junk? from being used to being an antique? It's the price tag. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. What's, what's the last antique you bought, Monk? Well, unfortunately, the last antique I bought, this is the reason why I haven't been antiquing in a while, it was one of those spinning wheels, and then I pricked my finger on it, like from Sleeping Beauty, <laughs> and then I went into a coma for like three years until my Prince Charming awoke me, so I haven't been antiquing since. Well, what was funny about that is during that uh, coma, no one even noticed here at work. <laughs> Such is my life. Oh. Just be at his desk and, you know, like normal. Someone like... wake Mung up. Uh, Give everyone, him a kiss. <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while, That's someone makes a hand in his computer. So yeah, watch out for those old timey sponge up the drool spinning wheels. I just wanted to to you know knit something or spin something. I uh, actually purchased uh, an antique whoopee cushion uh, made out of a real cow's bladder. <laughs> And that thing made a natural sound that you don't get in today's rubber whoopee cushions. <laughs> they just don't make them like they used to. No, that was really something. As a matter of fact, <laughs> you can always get a laugh. Oh, I just brought it in to show you guys. <laughs> That's horrible. The cheap laughs. You know, this is, a, this is a show about doing things and being fun, not about the cheap jokes. <laughs> and I'm tired of all you people. Oh, man. With your chintzy, sneezy, crazy, rotten, cheap jokes. <laughs> well, we're I'm talking there. to you, Sherry. <laughs> what? 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 Who? Me? What? No. And Ethan, come on, man! I thought we were gonna get some class. Um, speaking about class, this, speaking about class, this could be the Cape's classiest town. We're moving on. We're in six A. We got only got like two towns left. Stick We're never with, gonna make it, man. Stick with us. Someone let me out of the car. I'm running out of gas. <laughs> now Taylor Swift is on. Eric's got some. Oh great. <laughs> All right, so we're in Brewster, and we're going into like my favorite uh, like little shopping center on the Cape. This is the Lemon Tree Village Shops, right on six A in Brewster. And they've got the Cape Cod Cook Shop. It's the cook shop, and it's just so great. Um, you can find all sorts of things here. They've got a toy shop, candy shop, all sorts of neat gifts for folks. In one little area, you don't have to uh, walk around too much, and it really has that good... Don't keep, bump keep into that cabinet. Oh, Mung. <laughs> Mung, you just broke some priceless Ming china <laughs> at the Lemon Tree Plaza in Brewster on 6A. Um, sometimes when you're in Brewster, you need a pep-up. You know, a little pick-me-up, a little caffeine. I heard Ethan knows of a place in, in Brewster. Uh, speaking of the Snowy Owl, we got to park that bad boy. Where should we park it? At the Snowy At Owl. At the Snowy Owl. How serendipitous. Whoa. Oh, well, perfect I, place to get some work done. I, I work out of there all the time. I've never been there. I hear the coffee is, like, off the off the hook. Is that true? It is. I can't attest to that because I don't drink coffee. I'm a fan. You you drink coffee? Oh, I'm an obsessed coffee fan. Tell us about this drink and at the Snowy Owl. It's great. Really? It's made of cacao beans. Oh. 
No, I don't know. The, uh, the atmosphere of- is really awesome, too, though. Voted uh, most beautiful coffee shop in Massachusetts yeah. by Architectural Digest. Really? Nice. Now, how much does a cup of coffee cost at a fancy place like that? Hmm. Probably the same as your normal Dunkin' Donuts. All right. You got, dunks, yeah. you got the most beautiful dunks down the road now. Where's that? Dunks. Dunks? At at the Luke's Liquor Plaza? Luke's, Luke's Liquor. Oh, that's, one of your favorite liquor plazas. Oh, that plaza is the most plaza, scenic plaza in America, <laughs> right there at the corner in Brewster on 6A. And that has the giant Luke's Liquor Store where you can just get lost in alcohol dreams in a good way. <laughs> They've got an excellent thrift store and then Dunkies. I mean, and it's on a marsh with a view of an osprey nest. I mean, what else do you need? I've spent like. Ten hours there before. Ten hours. You know, I got two giant carts coming out of Lukey's. Wow. Then I go in there and get some crazy sport coats uh, at the thrifty. Then I go into Dunkies, man, and I make a huge Dunkies run. <laughs> then I look at the Osprey. I think he went to the liquor store. Yeah, I think he went to the liquor store. I think he went for... to the thrift shop. That is that's right near the lemon tree. That is awesome. With the Osprey, love I and love got that place. They can take a laugh track off there and go down to Payne's Creek, that beautiful beach in Brewster. Mm-hmm. If you Sparky's want to quick... baby, Payne's Creek. Sparky's Hayride, Sunset nice Hayrides hay in the uh, summertime. Oh, I love Hayrides in the fall. Alas, it's over now. Mm. Maybe we can find some Hayrides though. For an upcoming program. Oh, yeah. You got to keep to the uh, Cape Cod Fun Show because we're going to have all sorts of fall advice for fun in really? the next coming weeks. It's oh, possible. Totally. But we uh, we can't uh, forget about uh, uh, Orleans. 6A does run through Isn't Orleans. Isn't trip over yet? It's can almost you, can over. Can you drop me off at but the uh, bus stop? <laughs> Ethan's got to drop us a couple Orleans spots because I hear he covers that town. Uh... Sunbird, baby. I'm all in on Sunbird. Ooh. If you're trying to spend even more money than Snowy Owl, you can go to Sunbird. <laughs> I hear their toast is just crazy good. Oh, the toast, it's like, it's a few dollars for a piece of toast, but it's worth it. The egg sandwich is by far, I'd say, the best egg sandwich on Cape Cod. Whoa. I'm throwing Whoa. it down. Whoa. Uh, griddled mozzarella cheese on on there. Oh, man. We've talked about the perfect egg sandwich before, but we've never had the Sunbird connection. That sounds awesome. Now, where is that on 6A? I'm not sure I know where it is. Uh, Villa, uh, Villa Pizza, you know that? that? It's in that plaza. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So before you get to the small rotary before the big rotary. Right. Nice. Yeah, we need to go there more. Cape so, Cod, uh, there's some yoga studio, there's a vacuum shop, and then there's Sunburn. Maybe uh, we should go there for our next Cape we Cod We could do a live uh, yeah. unseen toasting oh, and yeah. egg sandwich tasting. Mm. They'll never let us in. Not this group. <laughs> Good old 6A. We can go in in disguise. <laughs> Halloween's coming, right? What are your final thoughts on 6A, Monk? Uh, yeah, we don't care. What else no, do we have on no, the fun yeah, show? What, what else is going on? No, I don't know. We have an exciting... We've never had this before because none of us go out. Sherry, do you go out at night? Do I look like I go out at night? Well, you seem kind of glamorous. I'm pale. I probably look like a vampire. Well, that's what happens when you go out well, at yeah. night. That's exactly <laughs> what you look like. This this sequence, this next subject, this next fun show entry is called Nightlife with Ethan. Ethan, you actually... Uh, Go out at night to places where people gather. You're social. Uh, you're, you know people. They're friendly to you. Uh, what's this all about? Well, the bouncers, if they know you too well, I don't know about they're still friendly, but uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cape Cod has a, I wouldn't say it's a bustling nightlife, but you make you make the most out of it. I think, uh, I think we're pretty good. So what do you do? Where do you go? First of all, where do you live? I live in Harwich. So that's your base of operations. So, so the base of operations is run out of Harwich Port. We always, the night starts there. 
there's the Mad Minnow in Harwichport. Then you go to the Hot Stove right across the street, mm-hmm. a classic in Cape Cod. You go to, if you need to, you go to the port. I try and avoid the port at most times. You mean Dennisport? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, Dennisport's lovely. I love Dennisport. Yeah, you go to the Red Nun in Dennisport. Either right. either direction out, outside of Harwichport, you can hit the Nun. All right. Let's see. Where else? This is a man of fruity drinks. What, where are we getting fruity drinks? Do you drink? mean Mung? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, uh, I love fruity drinks. Um, is that his real name? <laughs> I don't what? think so. Nothing. Um, yeah, fruity drinks. I'm all about um, places like it, I don't. I don't get down to Harwich as often as Ethan does. I'm more hyenas focused. Uh, you know, fruity drinks. The dock side has some great ones. Uh, generally, stuff around the harbor, Black Cat. You can get some good summery drinks. Although now I'm moving into. Went, uh, fall drinks, and I'm not really sure what that entails. Although I Fireball. Did it. What is this? Fireball? fireball? That's all Sherry ever says. Yeah, there's a lot of fireball action over here. I don't I know like if I can handle it. and an apple, and it's fall. But this is That's the time... The stuff you have. This is the time you go to the places that are too busy to go to in the summer. Like, oh. this, you hit the Squire now, you catch the woodshed before they close. Woodshed and Brewster, yes. Ah, six saying as we are. Great, oh, that's right. Great idea. Yeah, because sometimes in the heart of summer at the Woodshed and Brewster, there could be a line. Oh, you're talking lines, you're talking covers. Oh, I, I don't like to wait in lines. This, this isn't you're Manhattan. Mung, you know. No, no, this is Manhattan. <laughs> so yeah, great idea. Go to spots that normally are really crowded, but in the off season you get in, get a drink, and zip right out. I throw out a couple dive bars, the bomb shelter uh, in Wellfleet Harbor, open every day of the year. I celebrated Christmas there one year. Right after the twenty fourth turned to the twenty fifth, we all said, "Yay!" And we <laughs> celebrated Christmas. I would throw the Bradford in Provincetown up onto that pile. And the old Colony Tap old also. Colony is a lovely Maybe spot. the greatest dive bar on Cape Cod. Uh, I put it up there. I think the Foxhole's a pretty good one. Ooh, the I, Foxhole I in Osterville? the Foxhole. That Whaleback thing on... Uh, Whaleback over in... 6A and Sandwich? Sandwich Bourne. I forget yeah. where the line is there. But yeah, I like the Foxhole because you get a real odd mix of people going there, especially in the summer, where you have... The rich uh, white pants crowd of Osterville. Hello. Hanging in the <laughs> in the veterans hall. Mm-hmm. How you doing? <laughs> yes, that's a scene from the foxhole. That's our new play. All right, so you can't have fun on Cape Cod at night, according to Ethan. Mm. We're all doubtful about that, but you know, folks, I've been eating a lot of apples lately. I don't know about you guys, but I am. Apple crazy right now. I'm up to multiple apples per day, and I demand only the freshest and most local apples available. And so, I came up with my very short list of my favorite apple spots. Uh, We start with Crow Farm and Sandwich, where they grow their own apples. And probably the only place on the Cape that actually grows a fair amount that you can rely on. McCowan's Honey Crisp Macintosh. So wonderful, so delicious. But because I live in Wellfleet, getting to sandwich can be a bit of a burden. So luckily, there's Lake Farm Gardens, 40 Monument Road in Orleans. Just Whoa. this little shed of joy. And they bring him in from an orchard in Westport, which isn't the Cape, but it's darn close. And I have been on a McCowan tear. I was there yesterday. I got another three pounds. And I've been eating them. I got home, I ate some. Even my kids, who are snack snobs, 
are eating fresh, crispy apples. Sounds like you should make us an apple pie with all these apples. Yes. What do you say y'all come over to my house? Absolutely. I'll make a bunch of apple pies. I'm going to marry you. You had me at apple pies. pies. I love it. I'm fireball an apple, apple all around, Cherry. Yeah, fireball. No, forget it. I'm rescinding my invitation. Oh. Wait, what's the best kind of apple in your opinion? Oh, boy. Hmm. Red delicious? Oh, get out of here. Come on. Um, Granny Smith? Honey crisp? Green? Honey crisp? Fuji apple? Green? <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's year-round eating apples, and you go with something like a Fuji, or maybe even a Granny Smith, reliable to cook with and usually crispy. But when it's apple season... Now you can delve into some of these specialty apples. You know, you buy Macintosh year-round, they get mushy. You're like, what am I eating? It's like eating a sponge. But when a Macintosh is crisp and tart, oh, my friend, that's a cold New England Robert Frost kiss. And McCowan takes the Macintosh taste and brings in just the additional sweetness so it's a rounder and more satisfying sweetness. You lose a little tartness, and if you love that ice-crunching tartness... He may not make the Macowan trip. But then, Baldwin, Northern Spy, with its... Northern Spy are pretty good, I gotta say. That's a thin skin and a nice sort of snappy sweetness, but not too sweet. That's a good one. But everyone's Honeycrisp. Everyone's Honeycrisp these days. They're like the sort of uh, modern favorite because it's like a big boatload of sweet. Every bite's good. They're big. I don't know. I think it's kind of a lot of hooey. I, I think the I think the texture versus is much more important than the flavor. Hmm. I have to disagree. While texture is important, aren't we in it for the flavor? That's life itself. If you bite into a mushy apple, no matter what the flavor is, done. So true. There's yeah, nothing you a point there. There's what nothing is, more disappointing. Oh, than, it's awful. Yeah. You you just look at it you're like, oh, this looks so nice, and then you're eating like. It's like the sofa stuffing, isn't that? Oh, well, you know, I was at the, I was at the shed at I was at the Lakeside Gardens, Lake Farm Gardens in Orleans yesterday, and I'm all alone in their shed. You know, it's honor system, and so I'm like, how do I figure this out? I do I don't want a mushy apple, and you apply a little bit of pressure, and you're feeling, is that is that holding? Is that resisting my fingers as I pinch even harder? And then if you do it too hard, all of a sudden your middle finger goes right into the apple. <laughs> and then you gotta buy it. No, then you just roll it over. <laughs> and you move to the next bin in a new flavor. That's how I got into the Macauan thing, because they were just so firm and so crunchy. Some little kid gets home. But it is tough to... Apples, and there's a little, big hole in there's one. There's a big finger hole in it. Well, that's just poor shopping on that part. Hey, come on, man. You gotta check them out before you buy them, and you don't want mushy apples. Ethan's dead on about this. They're, uh... Apple acumen is kind of blowing my mind. I, I had no clue. Well, I, you had so much knowledge about apples. All I care about is apple cider. I'm addicted to it. It flows through my veins. And I like I call Rendezvous in Hyannis on Main Street in like late August and be like, do you have your apple cider yet? Because they'll serve it to you both iced or hot. And I just have it for, for breakfast. It's my favorite thing. Isn't ice just regular out of the fridge? On ice? No, no, over ice. Apple cider over ice. You want it nice and cold. I like and, that and the, the melting ice waters ice, it down. Yeah, waters it down just a tad. It's just so refreshing. I had one earlier. I wish I could just put all the different apples into one big old timey apple cider press and just make it by myself at home for all of the times. I think this sort of glues us back into 150 years ago when like apples were the Snickers of life. Mm. There were no, there's no candy. You got a, you got a cookie every like 14 years. 
And all you had was like apples and maybe a raspberry. Some turnips. And then apple cider. And we got apple cider in Provincetown, no? Oh, we have a cidery, right? Yeah, there's or... a hard cidery up there. Oh, har- I was talking about the soft cider. He's talking about hard cider. Well, that's delicious too. Mm-hmm. It actually gives but you a little bang for the buck. Can you explain the difference? Please, yeah, what's Eric? the difference? You take regular cider and you like leave it out or in your fridge for a long yeah, time. Yeah, you just ferment it a little bit, and, and it then... gets the sugar turns to alcohol. What? But I think professionals do it differently. Well, yeah, mm. you know, they put it in a barrel. I'm sure there's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hear old time Vermonti stories about and like let it age. farmers have these barrels in their basement that have been keeping there for a long time, and then invite someone over and like, you know, two old guys go down into the basement and they just don't come up. They're just down there sharing a glass back and forth, and finally they got to go attach them to like a horse team and pull them back out of there because they love that hard cider. That's what apples are. Apples are getting us in touch with our New England roots, which is something we're all about here on the Cape Cod Fun Show. As we move on, whether we had hard or soft cider, we're ready for a bit of entertainment. And I certainly wish there was something old-timey, something to sort of be apple something that would get us in touch with our roots as a country. Yeah. But unfortunately, there's no such event coming no, up. No, wait, there is. What? In Truro, on Sunday, speaking about roots, it's the Vinegrass Music Festival. No way. Oh, yes. I can't wait to go. I'm about to buy my tickets. This is, I believe it's their fifth year. Sounds uh, about right. In Truro. Noon to six on Sunday. Noon to six. This is a music festival with some great musicians. We're talking the best music. Bluegrass, newgrass, banjos, mandolins, fiddles. This is top notch, and I can't wait to go. Yeah, they've got about six acts, as far as I counted from the the bill, uh, and it looked uh, amazing. Plus the atmosphere at Truro Vineyards with a stage full of pluckers. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Bring your own chair. You can't bring food because they sell it. You can't bring booze because they sell it. But you can bring a blanket and a chair. Uh, noon to 6 at Truro Vineyards, which is right off Route 6 in Truro. Bit of a ride, but so worth it. And the weather looks like it's going to be fantastic in the mid-60s and sunny. Oh, man. Who wants to go? Now, is that technically 6A, too? Don't start. <laughs> Here we go. Is that 6A? It might be. Sure. It splits in Truro and becomes Shore Road at the blinking light by the Atlantic Spice. I think you might be right. So it could be off 6A as we come around full circle to Vinegrass. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Yarn, Barnstar, Damn Tall Buildings, Honeysuckle. A band called Yarn? band called Yarn. Like the fabric. Like the fabric. They'll probably be spinning a yarn of music. Ah. Telling a yarn? Yeah, so no, this will be fun. Gorgeous weather. Get on up there. It's 35 bucks. But, you know, it's for the That's whole day. That's kind of steep, but it's yeah, a six-hour show. Yeah, but if you went show. to a concert in Boston, it'd probably be similar. Way more, way You more. got a six-hour show. You're outside on Cape Cod. Under They're the sun. Under the sun. Beautiful location. There's music all day Grapes long. Grapes growing around you on the grape things. I haven't been able to. I don't want to get technical. Yeah. They have wine. Yes. They have hard spirits. I'm sure they'll be selling beer, too. And I'm sad. I, have, I haven't been there in previous years just because I've been traveling. But this is finally, I'm on the Cape on this weekend, and I'm so excited. That sounds good. Vinegrass it is. We'll all see you there this Sunday in Truro. Well, looks like we are getting to the end of our appointed rounds here on the Cape Cod Fun Show. Mung, thank you for being here. Anytime. Sherry, thank you. 
Anytime. And Ethan, thanks for coming on in and making your big rookie maiden voyage. Uh, I'm glad I could hold my own against Greg. Oh, man. Well, he's out, Ooh. by the way. We're going to get rid of him, right? We're going to Ethanize him. Ooh. <laughs> Ethanize him. <laughs> all right. I want to thank Kevin McLeod for all his great music on this show. Kevin McLeod, his website is incompetech.com. Incompetech.com. Till next time. Till next week. See you.